Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about uh, trust. Yes, many people have trust issues. I had a question from a gentleman on YouTube, and again, thank you for putting out the questions. I really do appreciate them, and I really do try to answer as many as I can. Now, the question was along the lines of, Victor, how do I build trust? Now, at first I looked at this question and I thought the answer was pretty obvious. Be trustworthy, right? Build trust, be trustworthy. But then he responded, well, what does that mean? Don't be sarcastic, Victor. What does that mean? And I really wasn't trying to be sarcastic. But the gentleman had a point that what does it take to be trustworthy? What are some of the characteristics of a person who you can trust? Because it's not so much that we buy from people we like. We buy from people we trust. Listen to me, you heard it here for the first time. Everybody else says people buy from people they like. No, people buy from people they like and trust, right? More specifically, people buy from people they trust. If I trust you and you're giving me great information, I will buy from you. If I believe you, I will buy from you. So credibility is always big. So here are seven things, and this is not a limited list. Uh, It could expand, but here are the top seven things I believe would allow you to be more trustworthy with your clients. The first one is the one I preach all the time. You have to demonstrate industry knowledge. By industry knowledge, if you're selling into, let's say, the pest control marketing industry, then you have to know the pest control marketing industry. Right? If you're selling into the telecommunications industry, then you have to know the telecommunications industry. You have to understand what's happening in the market, the trends, policy changes, government changes, all these things. You know, what companies are jumping in, what companies are merging, what mergers and acquisitions are occurring, all these little things you need to know. In other words, you need to marinate in the industry. Like a good steak, you marinate it in a sauce. You have to marinate in the juices of the industry. You have to be that person that understands everything that's going on. That means you're on the internet reading information. You're reading newsletters. You're getting all these sources of information and you're building your knowledge base, your database, your mental database, your cognitive database, so you can talk about what's going on in the industry. This is what customers want. When you can demonstrate industry knowledge to a customer, they're going to look at you differently. The other thing that go hand in hand with uh, demonstrating industry knowledge is product knowledge. You can't get away from that. You have to understand your product or at least understand every aspect of it that impacts the customer. Listen carefully. You have to understand your product. Now, I'm not simply talking about, look at here's some of the specifications, here's some of the features, here's some of the benefits. I mean, you need to understand it. You need to use the product. One of the things I used to do back in the day when I was selling is that I used to play with the product. I used to sell a lot of telecommunications equipment and I used to play with the product. I used to go back into the lab with the, where the engineers were at and I would say, hey, show me how this works. I want to actually touch it. I want to turn some knobs, plug things in. I want to know how this works. So having industry knowledge is key. Having product knowledge is key. And also having just this knowledge about the market in general right? This overall view of what's going on in the market. Now, that differs from industry knowledge. Industry knowledge is where that specific industry is going. Market knowledge is really trying to understand the bigger trends, the macro trends in the industry. 
Now, this is a tough one. This just requires a lot of studying and a lot of reading. But all three things, industry knowledge, product knowledge, and market knowledge, really does require you to dedicate some time to reading and learning. My question to you is, how much time are you spending on learning about the product, industry, or market in your area of expertise? And if it's not at least, let's say, 20 to 30 minutes a day, I think you're missing out. And maybe sometimes it's just 15 minutes. Sometimes it's just getting little updates on what's going on in the market. Find a way to keep informed, to be informed about what's going on with your market, your industry, and your product. Those are the top three. Next, to be trustworthy, if you have this first, if you have this foundation that's called product, industry, and market knowledge, that's a solid foundation. Built on top of that, now you can have the conversations with your customers. And here's number four, what customers want. They want you to be honest. I know, that's a simple one you're thinking. Victor, that, that's, that's an obvious one. Yeah, it's an obvious one, but it's amazing how many people are simply not honest. Now, let me highlight something. I'm not saying that people lie about their product, but there's something called lying by omission. Lying by omission. And that is when a customer asks you something, you don't lie by giving them a false answer, but you don't give them the complete information. In other words, maybe your product offers A, B, C, and not D. Now, the customer only asked you about A, B, C, but later on, they're going to ask about D, and you know that. And the fact that you didn't bring it up that you don't have it may be an issue. That's what I call by lying by omission. Customers need help. What they're looking for is something to guide them. Right now, there's so many options out there. Things are getting more complicated, too many options, and complexity increases, which means decision-making is that much harder. And what they're looking for is you to be honest with them, and the fifth component is to be direct. Oh, this is a good one. You want to build trustworthiness fast? Be direct. I'm not saying be a jerk, be rude. I'm saying be direct. If the customer says, I want to do this with your product, you say, no, that's not what you do with my product. Here's how it works. Here's what you need to do. If you see a customer doing something that's really, let's say, stupid, then you know what? You find a polite way of saying, Mr. Customer, that's a real stupid way of doing it. Now, you don't say the word stupid, but you get the idea. What you want to do is correct them. It's okay to correct your customers. Look, we often hear that the customer is always right. Come on, let's, let's get past that stupid saying. The customer isn't always right because the customer doesn't know everything they need sometimes because they don't have your perspective on the market, product, or industry. That's where you come in. See, today, the salesperson is the differentiating component. All products are beginning to look alike. All services are almost at parity, which means they're alike. So who's the great differentiator? You. Listen carefully to what I just said. You, the salesperson, are the differentiator in the market. It is your ability to position the product in such a way that the customer goes, ah, I get it. See, it's not what you sell, it's how you sell. Register that line. It's not what you sell, it is how you sell. And how you sell makes all the difference whether a customer decides to buy your product or somebody else's. Number six, be even-handed. Oh, the best way to be trustworthy is to be even-handed. Let me explain what even-handed means. Too often, you ask somebody's opinion, and they just go off the rails, right? They just go off the rails. They just go so far right or so far left. You're like, you can't listen to them because their viewpoint is so extreme. Being even-handed is taking a deep breath when a customer asks you a question and answering it in such a way that you acknowledge the positives and the negatives. Mr. Customer, that's a great question you're asking. Here are the things you're gonna be able to do with our products. 
Now, on the other hand, here are things that you're not going to be able to do. Now, let's go ahead and discuss those. And then you'll say something like this. All these things on the positive side, you're going to do. On the negative side, even though we don't have these, let's be honest, Mr. Customer, you don't, you're not really going to use these features or benefits. That's being even-handed, or at least just having an open mind to that discussion. Don't try to push so hard left or so far right. You've heard salespeople go, I would never use that product. That's a horrible product. Statements like that undermine your trustworthiness. When you are so hard to one right or one left, people just ignore you because they see you as extreme or having extreme views. So be even-handed. Again, in your compliments and in your comments and even in your criticisms, learn to look at it from both perspectives and try to provide an even-handed answer. Number seven, the big one, the key one, the one that everybody has to do is to listen. Oh, it's such a simple word, but so hard to execute listening. It is so, it's so simple, but yet so hard to implement. And the reason is, look, our brains process information at 500 to 700 words per minute, 500 to 800 words per minute, rather. 500 to 800 words per minute. That's how fast our brain processes information. People on average talk at about 150 to 300 words per minute. Do you see the problem? People talk at a slower rate. Our brain is processing faster. That's why we're always constantly in our mind saying, hurry up, I get that. Yeah, 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 I understand. But we have to learn to breathe. We have to learn to slow down and listen to what people are saying. It is through listening that you align yourself and you build that trustworthiness. So let's go through the list real quick because I want to make sure you got all seven. To be trustworthy, you have to have industry knowledge. You have to have product knowledge. You have to have the market knowledge. Be honest, be direct, be even-handed, and at the end of the day, make sure that you're listening, not to yourself, but to your customer. Do these things, and you will build, you will build trust between you and your customer. Now, keep in mind that building trust takes time. Do it over time. It's not something that happens immediately. This is not a binary thing. Most people think trust is, hey, let's make it happen right now. No, trust is all about something that builds over time. So be patient, go slow to sell more. This is Victor Antonio with the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com. You know what's there. Great training videos to help you make more money and build your business. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.